What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Should we get I don't know. Started? I, I'd, I'd say let's get started and then okay. it was like, well, we'll just break. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll just break whenever he comes in. Yeah, we, we can we can def, definitely do that. So with that, since I don't know where I'm going to cut, cut you guys in in this conversation let's just go ahead and start start the show because it is time for your daily cup of genre that's right the show where uh everything is made up and the points don't wait no wrong show (laughs) (laughs) i love who's who's lying it's the daily cup of genre it's brought to you by the guys over at growgeneration.com it's where the pros go to grow to grow and uh yeah uh we we talk about everything here i'm your host well, one of, one of the hosts, uh, Kyle Malone, and joined by the other host of the Daily Cog, Manny. What's up, bud? Nothing much. Just a uh, hump day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Christine wanted to do something to uh, Mike Shockey, our, our our site admin. Uh, uh, we call him the navigator on the cantina because he kind of like stowed away with, with Cam and I and just kind of – he's just there every every week now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. She wanted to do something funny with with him because of the the camel hump day commercial. Mike. 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 What? What, a great what day commercial. is it? It is. It's yeah. Amazing. <laughs> how how awesome was it when uh Geico was doing that thing a few years ago where they were bringing back like all the old characters like the cavemen oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. oh god. You guys want to talk about like a a class marketing Geico in the in the nineties and two two thousands man. From from the caveman to the ge- gecko, that shit's brilliant. That and uh, uh, shit. What's his name? Uh, J. Jonah J- Jameson from Ray, uh Spider Man films. Um, that's a uh, State Farm. Yeah, yeah, but the the actor's name. Uh, t- crap. I can't believe I forgot him. But yeah, the State Farm ones are are great, dude. Dude, we we know a few things because we or we know a thing or two because we've seen a a thing or or two. J.K. I, Simmons. Thank you, J.K. S- Simmons. There, there it is. I I love I love I love those. Anyways, uh, we're not going to talk talk about commercials all day today. We are supposed to potentially have a a guest um to talk about a uh fundraising event uh right. very near and dear to his heart and therefore very near and dear to our hearts and should be near and dear to all uh geeks and pop culture fans and just decent human beings so uh we're gonna get some information out to you but i'm not fully up to speed on it so i don't want to start plugging it yet uh if and when when jay shows up we'll bring him in we'll talk about it get you guys the info and then we'll carry on I don't want to spend too much time on it today, today, Manny, because like I say before the show started, I've been taking a lot of flack over my my opinion on on Ghostbusters. 
Afterlife uh, trailer. And I I haven't done what I, I normally do. I haven't tr- trolled. I haven't shit on it I in private. Like I've, you know, on, on Slack, I've said, hey, I've got this this concern and that that concern. But I've tried really hard to not be that that asshole. You know, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And yet just by by simply saying, where was the funny? Like we got funny from the mini puffs. I got it. I don't care for that particular humor they went with, but we did get it. Uh, th- that being said, this trailer, where's the funny? <laughs> like, <laughs> I I didn't. I don't. I think I chuckled once. Um, I just don't remember really laughing a lot. I don't. And I'm I'm getting hit for not. Loving it, man. I, I don't know. What what do you feel out there? A lot of people are really positive about it. Not not as many questioning as I thought there there would be because it is so serious and not Ghostbusters. <sighs> is it I, – I saw someone online say that um, all these reboots and things keep getting uh, uh, churned into things for, for us. I, I disagree, and that that's why they all turn into the, the same thing, and I, I don't think they're all turning into what – that person thinks, but what, what do you think's go- going on with Ghostbusters? What are you feeling out, out there, man? I, I think it's just the the familiarity of Stranger Things and it that you're kind of comfortable knowing that it's going to be something that you've seen before and you've enjoyed, and now you've kind of wrapped it up and turned it into Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed this series, and it looks like this series, but it, it's a movie, of course. Um, so therefore, this must be good too. Yeah. And and then I mean, heck, my my girlfriend had never seen Ghostbusters one or two, mm-hmm. or well, and still hasn't seen the two thousand sixteen one. Not so, me. so um, if if this is gonna be your first experience with Ghostbusters, then mm-hmm. I can see why you're excited. Yeah, you don't you don't know any better, and that's that might be <laughs> that might be okay because it, you know tonally it might be different, and it still it still may be very good. Mm-hmm. But what it may not be is Ghostbusters. Is um is what the original Ghostbusters was, which you know that's what the that's what the original films are there for. Yeah, and we this is twenty something years later, so um it it, it probably does need to change. Third. So um yeah, it, it, there's not. Oh yeah, it, it's it's even farther back. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking it's like late '80s, and it, it's hard for me to believe that that first one. Was eighty four? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, um, that's a that's interesting. Uh, and look, look, um, the other phrase that I get get really angry about is re- real fans. Like every fan is is technically a a real fan. However, I will always point out that there are people that are more dedicated fans. Those that are, you know, dedicating hours of their life to additional c- content, uh, money to to merchandise. Uh, pff, body <laughs> to tattoos, like um, th- there are more dedicated fans, but that's annoying. I did something today. People just saw that I I popped up a, a screen share. Um, I showed Lucas the trailer. My my son, ignore our procrastination of of laundry. It's clean. We just need to fold it. That's the worst part of laundry. This is what scares me. I'm showing him the the trailer right here. And look at him. There's there's no emotion. He's not smiling. Just watch this. He literally spends 
the entire trailer. Just like that. Look, there's the car. Nothing. The kids, nothing. When you get to the Ghostbusters talking, nothing. This kid loves Ghostbusters. Watches the cartoon, the original cartoon. Watches both movies with, with me. Has a shirt. Play, plays pretend Ghostbusters. Look at this. I don't know how to I don't know how to take it because my kid is a super excitable one. Whenever he sees things that he likes, he he bounces off the wall about it. Dude just I don't I don't know, man. It, I I kept saying that from the mini puffs thing, it looked like it was going to be a um it looked like it was really going to be the real Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. But now I'm scared it might be on the completely opposite spectrum where they are once again overcorrecting for the mishaps in 2016. Oh, you guys didn't like that much humor. Okay, no humor except for this one part. I and I don't I don't know. I'm just saying my my almost 8-year-old who does lo love Ghostbusters, who has a dad that lo loves Ghostbusters, didn't seem all that enthused. When I ask him, he does say uh, he's excited for it, but he says it with the with the same same face, and I I don't know. I don't know. I'm sad. I think the trailers might be just a, a lot, a little bit deceiving compared Maybe. to what we're actually going to get. So, um, just just based on the fact that it is a Ghostbusters property, and the fact that you have Paul Rudd there, and we've seen the the state of Marshmallow Man. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just getting this feeling that <clears throat> that probably I think the tone of the trailer was was done wrong and and the movie's gonna be a whole lot more lighthearted than 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 what we're what we're being shown. I think right now they're focusing a lot on the mystique mm -hmm. of of the Ghostbusters franchise and the fact that they're they're kind of supposedly bringing back that that original I guess timeline if you want to call it right. that. Uh, so I, I think that's really what what it is more than anything else that the trailer is, is a little bit deceiving. Um, but I mean, it's, uh, it, it, it's interesting because, because right. I'll, I'll, I would, I'm excited to see it to, to hopefully enjoy it. And then um, say, yeah, the trailer, the trailer was the one that, that was, a, was a little bit skewed compared to what the, what the movie ended up being. But I mean, I hope so. some of the things that you had you you text me about, you pointed it out. I actually, I was I was not mad at it at all. Mm. Um, and to to see some old characters return, um, ghost and whatnot, I, I think is gonna it's gonna be fun. And um, yeah, I I, I to this point, it it was just it was just how dramatic the trailer was that mm -hmm. that really had me raise an eyebrow, not necessarily the content of it. Yeah, a absolutely. That's one of the things we said. We we're like, where, where's the levity? Where's the music? The the color palette is d different. The everything everything about it just did not ne necessarily feel Ghostbusters. And again, it could be great. It could be awesome. I just don't necessarily think it will be. And I don't trust Sony. I I don't I don't trust you guys. No, no trust. Liars. Um, so I do want to show one thing just to get your, your opinion on. It's a picture that I sent you to all of our audience members watching on video. These are the official toys. They're not leaked. Hasbro released these on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But if you're trying to not see what the kids or the, the old Ghostbusters look like in, in the suit, 
uh, and a p- potential bad guy spoiler, although it's not not really. Uh, turn away just for a few few moments, listen while we talk, and then yeah, look look back. But whatever. Uh, Manny, the toys, like I said, they, they sh- showed them. We got our kids. Uh, the girl is the other girl, McKenna Grace, is missing, and then you've got the three alive. Uh, classic Ghostbusters, Winston, uh, uh, P- Peter, and and Ray, and then a morphed t- terror dog. Um, I don't know about the t- terror dog. Uh, there's already fan theories about you know Paul Rudd and the mom being the new key ma- master and, and gatekeeper. <laughs> gatekeeper. Anyways, um, and then of course there's a lot of good Gozer imagery and stuff. But what what do you think about the toy? I like the toys. I I love the articulation. I like the detail. I like how the teenage boy is a lot like me. I hated shit around my neck and and so his zippers un, undone i kind of dig that but fucking no way those ki- kids are actually using those packs <laughs> so so uh the toys actually give me a little bit more hope as far mm. as uh, a little bit more explanation of, of how they're doing what they're doing uh because i see i see three three classic and i'll say classically trained ghostbusters mm-hmm. uh who for whatever reason may be able to have decided to to take the help of these kids um to, to take down the ghost and and maybe being because they're they're they're, they're one of them is a descendant of uh, of one of the other the other ghostbusters or what but um i gotta tell you man i fucking hate toys um <laughs> just because of the fact that it, it it we saw it with spider-man a couple weeks mm, ago the black and gold and, suit and we've seen it. We've we've seen it time and time again before, where um, where things are where things are just leaked because you you have to have your toys produced by by the time the the movie or series comes out, and and it oftentimes gives away certain plot points that you didn't want to know about, uh, and and it's uh it's irritating sometimes. I mean, heck, uh, you and I were, were privy to information a lot of times, so mm-hmm. we, we end up we end up finding out anyway. But uh, I, I can't imagine for like general audiences who who had to get stuck accidentally seeing this on the timeline or something when they wanted yeah. to enjoy the franchise or the movie. Yeah. And at, at least this isn't as, as bad. We knew the old guys were in it. Right. We knew the kids would get the gear. The the terror dog morph. We saw part of it in the something. trailer. Yeah, it's but but the thing is, ha- seeing the old so like the old crew, it. yeah, and all, all fully suited, that that's something that maybe I wanted to be a little bit more surprised with. That's true. And and so, and like now seeing it, it's like God damn it, guys. But <laughs> but you know how it is. Everybody wants to be first. Everybody wants to break things and and whatever. So and it's just it's just a world we live in. Yeah. Uh, at, at least this, like I, like I said, at least Hasbro, because it was uh, Hot Toys, and it wasn't even a final product. Hot Toys literally blasted out the image of the, the Spider-Man suit, uh, and I bet Sony was okay with it. Marvel, Disney, I, I don't know. May, maybe they, they were, but uh, Hot Toys blasts, blasts out this highly detailed with, with fucking box art. Box art gives away story, motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, holy sh- Like, the, the Ghostbuster thing does not necessarily give away uh, a big chunk of story here. Not that we don't already know. But the fucking Spider-Man shit? Oh my, oh my god. I, I know, I know the whole plot just from that. 
from from the toy and the fucking box art. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. But good good job, Hasbro, on on not ruining everything. I I do agree with you that seeing the guys in the suits for the first time will be cool. Like, you know, and, and we'll we'll wrap, wrap. I said I didn't want to spend a whole bunch of time on it. Fuck, can't can't say the word Sony with without spending time on 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 it. But um, I hope it's good. I hope I love it. I hope it does end up feeling like Ghostbusters and that Sony is ju- just well, once again being terrible with trailers. But I just guys, I don't ha- have that that hope. Sony's bur- burned me so many times on so many properties. I just I don't have any any hope. Yeah, they're make they're, no they're making hope. decisions based on the fact that they don't like you. I I I know. They make all the decisions based on the fact that they don't like me. It's crazy. That's mean. I'm a good guy. <laughs> you know, I'm you know nice. what's funny is recently I've also got shit on a little bit for not liking certain movies. Like what? Uh, when I when I was really opinionated about Black Widow, mm. and when I was uh, what else did I? Oh, I didn't like Space Jam wasn't for me. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. Um, I didn't like the pacing of it, and I didn't like. There's a few other things I didn't like. And then I've been accused of, of like, oh, you're 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 being old. You're you're just being you know, <laughs> so critical and and this and that, whatever. And it's and then I was like, I I, I was like, I I just raved about Suicide Squad. Oh, you're a DC fan. That's why. It's like, what what I, what about Cruella? What about? I was like, I I said Loki was great. I mostly like enjoyed <laughs> my Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's a lot of things I like. So I I don't like one thing. All of a sudden, I'm I am. I the don't worst, like anything. Worst on uh, on earth. Yeah, man. I'm yeah, tell- it's, it's like <laughs> it's the neo you, you gatekeepers, dude. It's the neo gatekeepers. I I I hate coining terms, but since everyone else wants to to lay, label everyone else something, the uh, gatekeeping d- did and and does continue to exist. That old fashioned. Oh, you're you're a fan of X, Y, and Z. Well, tell me who played X. Why was Z? Re recast and and why did uh 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 why uh have the name that that they did like that that's garbage but these neo gatekeepers are almost worse because they're like you will accept all of this and you will like like it or you're not allowed to speak we don't want you in our group we don't want you in our our fan even just saying saying something as simple as I wish the trailer had more comedy. Where was the comedy for for Ghostbusters? People are like, Rah, ah, you, you're you're terrible. It's it's great. It's the greatest ever. If you don't like it, get out. All Ghostbusters f- fans should lo- love this. If you were a real G- Ghostbusters fan, you you'd love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, you're you're right. We hear it for Star I, Wars, I Marvel, for, DC. Yeah, I got attacked for saying I wanted more He-Man and Masters of the Universe. I was like, I that I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. I I enjoyed. The series was fine. I I wanted more He Man. Like yeah. that's that's what I wanted. And no, I was I was I was wrong for that. So. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. I just it it is it is it's kind of scary how angry people can get, and then they get angry at you for getting angry at them at being angry at you for simply thinking differently. I confused the fuck out of myself. I I hope I said that right. <laughs> I don't know what you said. I don't pay attention. You have. I know. Time. I know. I know. It's it's probably best for for your your health not not to pay attention to me. Uh, let's see here. M- Marvel uh has uh said that we we can expect Miss Marvel and um Hawkeye out out th- this year. Um, 
And then looking at what's coming up, there's been uh, a, a tweet from the a- actress playing uh, Jennifer Walters, she Hulk, uh, that said something about four weeks left of filming. Um, we know Moon Knight is filming. And what's the other one that's that's oh Secret Invasion? We think that one's either in like pre or close to pre might might be in in, in production, but that's all rumors. I don't I don't know a hundred percent, but I think that's the next three shows after order. I don't know, but I think those are the next next three uh, coming up after um, uh, c- coming up in twenty twenty two with Armor Wars in, in there there somewhere, man. We're getting closer to Spider-Man, Far From Home, closer to The Eternals, two movies that are, well, The Eternals is supposed to change everything, and then Spider-Man, you and I think, will show that something big has happened, but won't necessarily fully explore it until Multiverse of Madness. But but what do you think about the next shows coming up? Hawkeye and Miss Marvel, and then 2022's uh, uh, alleged early, early shows. Which one are you looking forward to most? You're muted, bud. Seahawk, a- absolutely. No, no doubt about it. There's, there's no show right now I'm looking forward to from um, Marvel or even movie. Actually, right now it's Seahawk for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited for Shang Chi because of the martial arts a- aspect. But man, uh, I, I, I really ho- hope that they get at least Charlie Cox in the, um, in, in the uh, courtroom with her. Mm-hmm. That That'd that like great. just just give me that even even if it's at like at the end of the season, and he, you know she's she's uh, prosecuting someone and and the def- and the defendant uh, lawyer walks in and and you just see his 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 uh, walking, walking cane sick, and then yeah. it, and then it just pans up and it's him oh dude I would lose it that's all I want man that you, that's you all gotta, I want you got to do do it right the the courtroom door doors open and you start on black shoes. With with the the pant leg at, at at the bottom, you don't even see the stick. It starts walking, and then you see the walking stick co- comes in from the yeah. side, and that's when you start your your pan up, focus right in on the those glass glasses, nice and tight. Pull out, Ch- Charlie Cox, fucking yeah. daredevil, God, goddamn Matt Murdock. I, I'm down with it. Oh, I was wrong. It wasn't uh, the the uh, actress playing. Uh, Jennifer Walters. It was uh, Jamila Jamil, which was who who was in Community, which is a fucking hilarious show, and she's playing Ty- Titania. I I can't Titania. Yeah. Um, she's also in. Uh, she's also in uh, the good the uh, the good place. That's what I meant. Not Community. The good place because you know oh. they they have a lot of. Um, uh, I, was, I haven't seen Community, yeah. so I couldn't correct you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't Community. I was thinking of the good place. I don't know why Community was. Was there, but uh, you're right. The the good place, um, which is hilarious. Hil- is yeah, the show dude, I was thinking of is is hilarious. Yeah, I, I discovered that show too late, and then by the time I discovered it, they were on their final season. And I was <laughs> yeah, we we were kind of s- similar. Um, I think we caught it like right after it it ended, maybe oh, as okay. it was as it was ending, and we were just like, "This is really really hilarious." But yeah, she's it, the it one, did need one to end though. Yeah, well, you can't really keep that go- going on for for t- the premise itself. Kind of only screams two or three seasons. Although right. they did did stretch it out uh, a bit. It was fun in, in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was cool. Um, Brian's also super excited about that that one. I didn't read a lot of She Hulk like 
solo books, of course, uh, uh, adventures with others, team ups, Avengers and whatnot. Um, I am interested to see what they do do with it. Will they go balls to the wall for for uh, 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 police procedural, criminal procedural? Will they? I kind of hope so. <laughs> like a, a Marvel Law and Order in the court part, you know, it's kind of interesting, right? <laughs> I, I think so. Um, some of my favorite scenes from Daredevil. I want. I was the, my only complaint about that series was I wanted more. Um, more lawyer, mm. you know, Matt Murdock. I just wanted a little bit more of that. And, and, uh, Foggy kept left Foggy hanging so many times in the courtroom. I felt like I, he was leaving, leaving me hanging too. Um, but that's, that's really, that was really my only complaint. I wanted more courtroom, um, fun. And I, and of course we didn't get that, but I mean, it's a superhero show, so it is yeah. what it is. Very, very but yeah, that would be fun. What you just said, something like that. Everyone's gonna be like, "Ew, nobody wants to watch that." It's like, no, I think it'd be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll have to to see what what happens in in the end. I, of course, am most excited about Moon Knight. It's my favorite, and Jason. Oh yeah, it's so good. to be there. He's. I just hit the admit button. I don't see. Uh, there he goes. He's he's popping up. Jace. Oh, his audio is still connecting. You should uh, do, do our do, break first. Do. Yeah, we will. Welcome, everyone, from the comic source, Jace. But before he's allowed to talk, we're going to take a word from our sponsors real quick. <laughs> Let me get that video loaded. Here we go. Doggy. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. <clears throat> For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service, and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Thank you, guys very much for sponsoring the show jace from the comics source welcome to the daily cup of genre bud how you doing good how are you guys doing all right the 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 weather treating you nice and warmly out there oh yeah it's like i don't know 110 yeah I, oh, I saw well, my old home like home hometowns uh um yearly uh rain warning come by <laughs> hey it's gonna rain for t- 20 minutes and the power's gonna go down for th- for three hours and um yeah we'll we'll see on the other side <laughs> Good old Yuma. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jace, uh, it's uh, uh, great to have you on here. You're here for a very, very special purpose. Uh, you ready to talk about it a bit? I think I can allow – if you've got some stuff to uh, share on screen, I believe you should be able to share it if you want to. So go ahead, bud. Yeah, so uh, I'm doing a charity auction for a little boy named Titus. He's been battling uh, leukemia for a a while now Uh, every friday he goes in for chemotherapy and uh, he gets an extra treatment every third friday in directly into his spine to keep the cancer from spreading there uh blood transfusions it's a lot especially for a a little two-year-old guy so uh this weekend at the terrificon comic convention in connecticut which is held at the mohegan sun uh, casino we're doing a charity auction. The auction is August 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we're going to do it from the convention, but if you're not going to be there, you can join via YouTube. So if you go to twitter.com forward slash the comic source, there is uh, a pinned tweet right at the top where you. you can go and see uh, all the details. You can get the link to the YouTube Um in fact, I'll put it up on the screen now uh, so you guys can all see it. 
Um, sure, I can share here. Yes, yeah, so you can join via YouTube. You can bid that way, and it allows uh, people who aren't at the show to be able to join. Uh, you can see a little picture uh, of Titus there. Um, and we're going to have some really great items to be uh, auctioned off. Uh, we have an original page of art from nice. Nicola Scott and her run on Wonder Woman. So, you know, that's at, at least a $300 mm -hmm. value. Uh, we have some original art from uh, Jimmy Palmiotti. There's a Batman sketch from Jimmy Palmiotti. There's a Batman sketch from artist Adam Gorham. Uh, there's an amazing Green Lantern sketch from artist V. Ken Marion. Uh, there's a Wonder Woman sketch from uh, Cena Grace. So, uh, or, and I should mention also a, a Todd Knock uh, blank cover with the Hulk on it. So some amazing pieces of original art. And then we've got a ton of signed books from uh, people like Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, Jason Inman and Ashley Robinson. There's a couple of prize packs from them. Uh, a huge prize pack from JT Crawl. Another one from uh, Robert Venditti. There's uh, an Iron Man number one, which is signed by uh, Christopher Cantwell from his Iron Man run that's going on right now. Nice. A couple of amazing prints from the legendary Bernie Wrightson, and then tons of, of rare Valiant items, uh, a lot of them one-of-a-kind. Um, and then speaking of one-of-a-kind items, an item that will be uh, announced today, which will be exclusive for your show. I haven't announced it anywhere else yet. Oh, wow. Congratulations, uh, Daily Cup of Genre listeners and watchers. There is a, a Webtoon series. It's one of the most popular ones in the world, millions of readers. It's called Let's Play, mm -hmm. and it's from a creator who goes by the name of Manji. Uh, she donated three prints. Now, there were only 10 of these prints made overall, uh, so very rare, and she donated three of them, three of the 10, to be auctioned off. In addition to that, we've already shown the, the three prints, and you can go look at that thread and check them out. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, she donated the artist proof of volume one and volume two of Let's Play. Wow. Just recently, she ran a Kickstarter for uh, putting these comics into print. Mm -hmm. um, for volume two, it's the first time. Volume one has been in print before. But these are new versions of uh, hardbacks of this Let's Play strip. Mm -hmm. She donated the artist proofs for the covers of each of those volumes. So volume one and volume two. So if you're not familiar with the, the printing process. Yeah. Yeah. They create uh, what's called a proof to make sure that everything's going to look correct mm -hmm. before they actually start printing the, the books. So she has donated... Um, the print for uh, the pre press print for volume one and volume two. You can see volume two there on the screen right now. So again, these are one of a kind items for an incredibly popular uh, webtoon series. And not only is it a webtoon series, there's volume one there that you can see on the screen. Um, no, it's not. So not only is it a webtoon series, it's been optioned to be an animated series. Mm. Um, and she, they're working with various uh, people. I think it's over at Netflix. So there's every chance it's going to be made. Like I said, it's hugely popular. So uh, I'm going to be announcing this. Uh, well, it's announced here, and uh, I'll be putting these up on the, the uh, Twitter thread today. 
uh, also for everybody to check out. And uh, I'm also going to be putting it over on the Let's Play Discord channel. Hopefully it doesn't cause too much of an uproar because, again, uh, these are the only ones. Um, there's uh, one that's matte that they test to see how it looks just with the matte finish. And then there's one with gloss. That's why you see. Um, uh, we, we can't see ones. it, Jace. You still just have the... Um, the uh... Okay. Let All me... I can see is the the pamphlet looking thing. Okay, let me. Uh... That's really cool. While you're bring, bringing it up, uh, the the idea of the proofs alone is just in, insane to, to me. That's that's something a lot lot of art. I know pe- people hold near near and dear, uh, especially something that's for from the start of a of a project, a book like that. Yeah, I mean th- these are the only ones that are ever going to exist mm-hmm. uh, for these uh, these trade paperbacks. So, that is awesome. or uh, they're actually hardcovers, I should say. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty pretty amazing. I, I was really taken aback when she offered uh, offered these up for uh, the auction, and uh, obviously we're grateful to everybody who donated. Um, again, the auction details uh, August first. If you're at the Turficon Convention Center, one p.m. Room B. Uh, and if you're not at the show, uh, you can join via YouTube and bid that way. So the way the auction is going to work is uh, we don't touch any of the money. It all goes directly to the GoFundMe for Titus. So whatever your winning bid is for your particular item, you will go to GoFundMe and uh, pledge that amount to the uh, to the campaign. You show us the proof. You know, you're gonna when you donate to GoFundMe, you get an email receipt that says you've donated X amount of dollars. So you show us that receipt that you have indeed donated what your uh, bid was, and then we will send you the item. So if you're not uh, at the convention, then you know, you'll know you just reach out to, to me via email, jsetlrmonline.com, and we'll work out the shipping. Uh, in a lot of the instances, the, uh, the artist or the creator may still have uh, the, the, um, the item, Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'll put you in touch with them and then they'll ship it directly to you, get it autographed or, you know, whatever else you want to, uh, whatever else you want to do. Um, some of the items I do have in hand and then obviously I would ship those to you. Or if you're in the, in the crowd, you know, I'll just hand yeah. it over. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, there's going to be some giveaways as well. You know, I, I don't think I've ever done a panel at uh, a convention without giving away an iPad. So certainly nice. going to do that. Always got to give away an iPad at a comic source panel. I could, I could and I have other, a bunch of other giveaways uh, as well. So hoping for a big turnout, hoping to raise a big chunk of money for Titus and his family. We all know how crazily expensive healthcare is in this country. So uh, we just wanted to, uh, to do whatever we could to help out the little guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great to see, see you, uh, uh, take, taking a, a, a strong lead on the, this here in 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 your sphere and, and bringing it over to the the broader L- LRM family, um, dude dude my my I it's hard when you're uh, a parent like I I know never understood why I could be twenty you know one years old and and my my parents still like are you you okay what's going on you know worried about me and my wife traveling and then I have a kid of my own and. Anytime I see anyone else's kid in any type of mild discomfort, let alone battling cancer, it's it it's heartbreaking. But but it also allows uh, humans to show that 
uh, we are capable of doing good and decent things because you got all these these people that they're like you know you know what someone loves me because I draw something or write something so let me autograph it and sell it so I can give these 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 people money they're using their their power for good and I, I like that so thank you so much Jace for for bringing it to uh, everyone's attention and and sharing it sharing it with us. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I, I agree with you 100%. It's so amazing that these creators have uh, have donated these items. In some cases, very, very unique items, like we like we showed. Um, so yeah, I hope we have a good turnout. And uh, and thanks uh, to you, uh, Kyle, and you, Manny, for for having me on and helping spread the word. Yeah, Manny, you want to? Yeah, absolutely. Say anything on it? Yeah. Well, I mean, some of these items are are like Jay saying they're, they're one of a kind. They're super rare. I I don't. I can't recall the last time I've actually seen Jimmy Palmiotti, for example, sketching or, 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 you know, offering original art. So that that's huge. Some of the, some of these covers are something that you can hang and, and put in your wall that you're never going to w- want to get rid of because you're not going to find them anymore. And yeah. for some collectors, the things you're going to buy anyway, you might as well put your money to a, to a good cause. And at the same time, expand your collection. And this is a win-win, regardless, mm-hmm. and and for for it to be to have so many so many big names uh, take part in in helping Jace out w- with this project, it shows you how how um, how important it is. And so and so take some of that uh, some of that extra money that you've been uh, you've been saving up for for the opening of conventions and and put it to good use mm-hmm. because it's not like you're good. It's not like you're leaving uh, empty-handed. empty-handed. You're gonna you're gonna feel good about what you did, and you're gonna have a piece of memorabilia to show for it. It's actually gonna have higher value. Because anytime you look at it, anytime you pull it out, you know that what you what you paid for it, you know didn't didn't go to a shop or anything like that. Which there's nothing wrong with. It. We want we need to support yeah. shops, but this one in particular went went to helping save somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a good point, Manny. Uh, you know, if you you're picking up a, a prize pack. You know, say a J, the JT Kroll prize pack, that's five trades. That's a hundred dollar value at least, you know? And so if you win that for 75 or 80 bucks, you're, you're getting a heck of a deal mm-hmm. and, yes. and you're helping out a good cause. So Absolutely. Uh, there's a, yeah, we, we have a bunch of, uh, a bunch of things like that. So that sounds great. I went ahead and posted it up on LRMs. We've tweeted out, out before it's, it's pinned there. And of course, like Jay, Jay said, it's pinned right to his comic source twitter as well and i will put the link uh in the description uh hopefully if you guys don't don't see it please message me and let me know hey where's that that link because i i do have brain damage (laughs) but yeah it's it's good good stuff i i I like that and like manny Manny said even if you're just selfish don't don't care your money's still gonna do a good thing so so go be selfish and at least let your money do a good thing (laughs) so yeah i i like it I'm, i'm down with it i want more of this and anyone else that's got a, a good thing going like th- this cr- creators cr- creatives podcasters youtubers uh shoot us some information we're, we're all about helping people L- lrm helped me out when i was in in trouble last year uh as did a, a n- another writer from an, another site i'm i'm mo- more than willing to to return the fa- favor so yeah what are you reading right now jace it's comic book day. Oh, uh, what am I not reading? Holy cow. I know. Uh, well, eight, let me, let me, so, yeah, let me, let me rephrase this, this it. Was, 
this was a, uh, an, an absolutely incredible new comic book day. Uh, there were 18 DC titles. So uh, if you check out the Comic Source podcast, you'll notice on our, our normal DC Tuesday spotlight, we actually split it up into two. We did nine and nine. And then obviously our normal uh, Wednesday new comic book day episode dropped earlier this morning. So just to remind everybody, the DC spotlights are filled with spoilers. We analyze them deeply. Uh, but the new comic book day, everything is is spoiler free. So uh, yeah, there were a ton of uh, incredible books this week. Um, I'll specifically call out Black Widow uh, for today uh, from Marvel. Uh, it just won the Eisner this last weekend for Best New Series from writer Kelly Thompson. Absolutely amazing art from um, Elena Casagrande. Uh, I, I find it fortuitous that it won this Eisner for a new series at the same time the Black Widow movie's out there uh, in the world. So hopefully it means some more people are, are picking it up. Uh, and giving it a try. Also, Daredevil from Chip Zdarsky over at Marvel oh, continues to be uh, very, very good. Um, on the independent scene, uh, Seven Swords, which is from Aftershock, one of my favorite publishers, is uh, it's an interesting mashup of uh, like the Seven Samurai or um, you know th that kind of a, a genre with uh, right. with the Three Musketeers. Oh, okay, um, that's cool. So D'Artagnan's out there recruiting the, the best swordsmen in the world to take on uh, Cardinal Riccolo, you know, the, the mm. uh, legendary and traditional enemy of, of the Three Musketeers. But what's so interesting yeah. is the swordsmen are actually other people from history that weren't actual swordsmen, you know, like Cyrano de Bergerac or Don Juan. <laughs> but for the purposes of this story, they are. That's by Evan Doherty. That's cool. Absolutely amazing art by uh, Ricardo Latina. Uh, I mean, just blew me away. Um, on the DC side of things, uh, the other history of the DC universe by John Ridley, who a lot of people will know as the screenwriter from uh, 12 Years a Slave. Mm -hmm. uh, he finished up that series with issue number five, spotlighting Anissa Pierce. If anybody's, uh, you know, has watched the Black Lightning show, you'll know that's Jefferson Pierce's daughter, Jefferson Pierce being Black Lightning. Um, the first issue was focused on Jefferson Pierce, the first uh, issue of other history of the DC universe. And now they're finishing up with issue five uh, with his daughter. So it, those two Pierce's sort of bookend the series. And in a way I've been, uh, I've been saying this a lot in a way, it feels like the history of the Pierce family is really the other history of the DC universe. That title refers to seeing the history of the DC universe through the eyes of minority uh, characters and heroes. And now it's a different experience than you get, when you, uh, you know, so often our experience of the DC universe is through the eyes of Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman or some other um, demigod, Caucasian hero. And it, it's a very different experience for a minority hero. Uh, and the Pierce family certainly has been through a lot, both in the show that's been reflected and in the comic book uh, world um, over the years with Black Lightning and uh, Anissa, you know, Thunder Lightning and, and Black Lightning himself. So. Uh, that's a really, really excellent series. And then um, the, I'll mention one other DC book, uh, Strange Adventures, number 11, from Tom King with art by Mitch Gerrits and, uh, and Evan Doc Shainer. Um, you know, Tom King, he's gotten to be a, a pretty big name in comic book circles, uh, and he really subverts the genre and tells stories that examine uh, the human condition through comics. Uh, this one stars Adam Strange, a very traditional Silver Age hero. Um, and it, it really examining examines from the perspective of what what is the truth, right? Uh, and that's something that Tom got really interested in during the last uh, presidential uh, administration, because based on your perspective, the truth can be subjective, which I, I also find fascinating. Because you, 
when you're growing up, certainly the era we grew up in, the truth is the truth. Two plus two is, is four. Um, and that's just facts. But so many times when you look at something, it's all about what you see from your perspective, from your life experience of what is true and what is true for you isn't necessarily true for the next guy. And yeah. so uh, this creative team has been examining that and uh, issue 11 is pretty big bombshells. Uh, only one issue to go. We'll see how that all uh, turns out. I so. think I hear King's name more these days than I heard Morrison in in the uh, uh, late two, 2000s, like 2007, uh, 8, and 9. Like, King has been, been all over the place for a while, man. I, and I'm not against it in any way whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, um, if anybody if anybody loved the uh, Scarlet Witch show mm -hmm. uh, that was on uh, Disney Plus uh, a while back, that was based on Tom King's uh, Vision miniseries that mm -hmm. he uh, that he wrote. So yeah, um, yep, ab absolutely, man. Uh, Manny, uh, you do some some stuff with the comic source every every now and then. Since we're talk talking co comics, man, uh, what what's what are you you excited about? What's what's coming out or new new stories, new characters? I, I I be honest. I dropped the last of of my my books on on hard copy for 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 the moment, just because I was only reading like three of them anyways, and I wasn't feeling the story. But I'm hoping to jump on to something new again in in the future. That's the great thing about comics is you can not like a part of it, drop that, and come back later. But what's up with you and co comics, man, Manny? <laughs> right now, comics and I are are taking a break. Ooh, <laughs> unfortunately. I barely have enough time to. I barely have enough time to to watch things that I want to see, let alone the things that I that I that I quote unquote have to see. So it's <laughs> it's made it it's made it very difficult. But I will say that the one book I am looking very much forward to is uh, the continuation of the Batman eighty nine series. Um, that's going to be coming out soon. So, Jace. And then also, oh, sorry. Go um, ahead. I oh yeah, I'm looking forward to book, catching so. up. And um, uh, wrapping up Strange Adventures because I heard Eleven was phenomenal, so I gotta go see what's going on over there. <laughs> I have I have to ask J Jace because I got got him on. He did the really really epic long uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, podcast with us. What do you think about uh, the alleged Ben Affleck Batman be being in the Flash and being, according to a Andy Machete? Uh, a key to the character of the flash in, in the film. Well, I love it. You know, uh, I wasn't a big fan of, of Zack Snyder's justice league uh, as anybody who watched that knows, or anybody who listens to my podcast. And no, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder um, in general, you know, mm -hmm. for, like leave out his DC work. I, I just, uh, other than um, the, the first zombie Dawn movie, of the did, Dawn I was going to say, Dead. you better love that. Yeah. <laughs> Other than other than that, I've never seen. And granted, I haven't seen every single movie the guy's done. But um, the, what I have seen, other than Dawn of the Dead, I haven't liked. Uh, I just I haven't enjoyed it. Um, I thought Sucker Punch, right, wasn't very good. Watchmen, visually, yeah, great. But story wise, I, I think he's a great cinematographer. <laughs> I don't think he's a great director. I don't think he's a great storyteller. But despite all that, I do, I do, and I did really enjoy Ben Affleck's portrayal of. Uh, an older grizzled Batman. I thought he brought a lot of gravitas, gravitas to the role. Um, 
and I, I, I would go so far as to say, previously, probably Christian Bale was my probably favorite interpretation of Batman. But I think I'd go so far to say as, as Ben Affleck actually surpassed that for me um, to my my be my favorite live action actor playing Batman. So, you know, when I heard the rumors, I was I was pretty excited, actually. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely on board. Um, I think he, you know, I'm much more excited about that than seeing Robert Pattinson's version of, of Batman, which. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've, I've only as time goes on, I'm only hearing worse and worse things. And it's. A lot of the things I'm hearing people say now, people involved with the film um, are saying the same things that I said when he first got cast, you know, and I'm, I'm like, well, how did you not see this coming? Uh, but yeah, but but to get back to your question, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, and, I, you know, we have heard some rumors that maybe he is going to come, uh, Ben Affleck, that is, is going to come back and do a Batman film. Um, you know, he he was going to write it, he was going to direct it, he was going to do it all. And then I don't know, all of a sudden he got scared, it, feel, it feels like with the reception of justice league but I, I would love to see to see that version because I, I think he's got a lot to offer um as long as it doesn't have the joker as the villain man enough with the joke already jared leto uh, or otherwise i don't yeah. need any more joker i don't I think really anyone don't. needs any more jared leto joker that's christine christine loves jared leto don't it. you christine of it all she's giving me the evil eye but i i will i do want to ask jace what do you think of that giant starro Oh yeah, uh, the giant star yeah. was yeah. The giant star was absolutely amazing. I love. Where's that set up at? I couldn't. Fi- I couldn't find anyone reporting on it except for that li- little clip gun shit shared. Where's it at? Uh, I, it's in London. I see yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Insane. I I saw that. I was like, that's fantastic. I mean, selfishly, I would have loved to it have been even bigger, right? Uh, (laughs) It's not not a full strength yet. It's not a full strength yet. Yeah, I mean, because Starro is, you know, huge. Um, You know, should block out the sun. He's so Mm -hmm. big. But yeah, I thought it was fantastic. What a great uh, way to promote the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, I I, I love Jaro just as a concept, (laughs) as a character. And and Jaro, if you're not familiar, there's a, uh, with the comic, uh, DC comic book universe. There's another little character called Jaro, um, who's who I'm even more of a fan of because he's sort of a, a heroic version of Starro, but he's real small. And the reason he's called Jaro mm-hmm. is uh, Batman in the Justice League run that Jaro appeared. Batman carried him around a little mm-hmm. little bell jar, um, so they called him Jaro. So yeah, Starro he shoots out these spores that attach to people's faces and um, kind of mind control people mm-hmm. and. Uh, Batman was able to capture one of his little spores before it kind of started growing and turned malevolent. And uh, it's in Zack Snyder, uh, not Zack Snyder, Scott Snyder. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies, Scott. It's in Scott Snyder. I, d- I do that all the time when I'm talking. At the comics if, source. If people, if, people, if people ask me a Zack Snyder question and then later I try to switch my brain, I always mm-hmm. do that. Uh, but anyway, it's in Zack Snyder's Justice League run. It's a lot of fun. He's, he, he's great. Him and Batman have this really fun relationship he calls batman dad yeah (laughs) jaro dreams about being a robin himself and uh yeah so i'm a big fan of starro when i saw that i was just you know mouth open like oh my god i never would have thought i would see the day yeah there'd be a big giant starro out in the world so absolutely fantastic i haven't seen any of the the um the suicide squad i think i saw the very first trailer that they debuted at uh, fandom last year, yeah. the fandom. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen anything since then. 
uh, purposefully. I haven't been watching anything. So uh, I just want to go in fresh and sit down and watch it and um, really enjoy it. I've heard people say, no, this is going to be the um, the DC equivalent of Guardians of the Galaxy because obviously James Gunn, so it's an easy comparison to make. I sort of hope not. I actually didn't care for Guardians of the Galaxy or Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I know I'm in the minority, <laughs> but the humor there just felt so forced to me well, uh, well, and, and my wife. But from what uh, I saw in that first trailer, it, it looks it looks pretty funny. So um, I'm I'm just hoping to see a nice, fun movie that doesn't try to take itself too seriously. And I think James Gunn's usually pretty good at that. Yeah, well, Sli- well, yeah. a perfect example. What, what makes what makes Suicide Squad special, I think, was the fact that it's rated R, so he was able to do whatever he wanted, mm-hmm. and uh, being that he had creative freedom. Uh, he made his movie and he, he said during the press conference a couple of weeks ago, they didn't need to do any reshoots. It was a, it was, it was a complete one, one way street of everything went on time and they, they had no issues whatsoever. What he, what he pitched is the movie he got to make. So um, I, in that sense, I feel like it will be better than suicide Squad. then sorry, than guardians because there's no, um, there's no rating shackles where you you can't tell a certain joke or whatever. The characters are free to be whatever they want. Plus, they're villains, so they all they all should be cussing and and doing sketchy things anyway. So, well, I, I based on hearing that, I hope that this is like the highest grossing Warner Brothers superhero movie of all time. Maybe I, Warner I, Brothers will finally learn the lesson: hire the creator that you have faith in, and let them go make their movie without interfering you know like look at what happened like them or not look at what happened with Zack snyder uh david Ayer, obviously with the suicide squad famously you know didn't even get to put out a cut of his own movie it was yeah you know half his cut half the cut made by a a a, a firm that makes uh, trailers like what what that is it doesn't even sound like it could be something that's real and yet they didn't trust the trailer company to edit and they didn't trust air to edit they did a mashup of both. Like, why do you, of course it wasn't paced well. Of course it yeah, was a disaster. Was, What'd was you expect? Awful. Yeah. Well, the only, the only, so uh, the only drawback to this movie is that it will also be released in, on HBO max. Yeah. Um, and also it is rated R. So if the numbers aren't necessarily there where we want them to be, I, I, I don't, you know, whatever yeah. it is what it is, but I think overall um, audiences will enjoy it. I think so. Uh, well, I, I think it, I think it just needs to beat Black Widow's numbers. If it beats Black Widow's numbers, Warner Brothers has yeah. to consider that a huge success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And on that, and before we we let you, uh, let you plug your your stuff and and wrap it all all up, uh, one one thing Manny and I have have said on this show about the the Black Widow numbers because when they first came out, people wanted to be like it's good or or it's bad, and then the following week again, looking at week two, it's good or it's bad, and Manny and I were like. This this and Fast Nine are really the 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 pace cars. Like this is what we're going to decide what is good or bad b- based on because these are the the starting point. Like Fast Nine and and Black Widow, and we noticed a, a trend, and we think that a lot of the diminishing returns on second weekends and stuff are all related to people being willing to wait. How fast movies come out on home video and and digital, let alone the the day and date streaming stuff. Uh, we went and looked at a b- bunch of b- big movies from the, uh, the last couple decades and noticed that all of the b- big movies in the, those date groups 
had similar drops and that that first to second weekend drop hasn't been increasing from the 30 40% in the beginning of the 2000s to this 50 plus percent for almost every movie out there and now the all the recent big ones if if the suicide squad makes 100 million dollars great but i i i almost bet my money it will also have a 60 plus percent drop and i think that's the new normal yeah, Not the streaming I, I, thing, the the drop thing. Yeah, I I sort of agree with you. I just think it's just the kind of the nature of, you know, the people that care about these movies are going to see it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But it's still you're still going to have that trickle effect where, mm-hmm. you know, three weeks from now, you're you're going to have somebody that's flipping through their Disney Plus and be, like, oh wait, Black Widow, still haven't seen that, you know, and and there might and 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 the the other aspect that you you sort of touched on there, Kyle, is, is the fact that there is so much content out there right now. If you're not going to see it in the theater and and you want to watch it at home, it's on your list, but you just haven't gotten to it. Maybe some people Mm -hmm. are just going to – I'm just going to wait until there isn't the extra charge Mm -hmm. because I have all these other things on on the same delivery device, on the same (laughs) TV or laptop or whatever you watch your content on. I have all this other stuff. I can go and click on this and watch it for free. I can go click on this and spend $30 or whatever it is. Yeah, if you have a, a a list of things, you might want to watch the stuff that's free first before you, you know, get to the Black Widow stuff. So it's, it, I agree. We we sort of have to throw the old metrics out. It's just it's not it's not the same. This hybrid model, it's it's not the same. Yeah. Um. But unfortunately, that that is going to hurt the bottom line of a lot of movie theaters. Uh, but they've had so yeah. much power. I read an article the other day about how this could really affect the dynamic of of the power that the the big giant chains of movie theaters have had and the power is sort of shifting back to the studios now um, with where they choose to distribute and the, the, the giant movie theater chains aren't going to wield as much power. Maybe that's a good thing. I I, I don't know. Uh, I can't speak to that. I'm not an expert on, on the yeah. film industry, but I, yeah, I it's, for... it's going to be interesting to see long-term what happens. I foresee us seeing Amazon and Disney trying to purchase uh, AMC and Regal, uh, not respectively, but th- those two big, biggest chains here in the, the U.S., uh, the rules changed where st- studios can now get in the theater business. Yeah, they and can we're, now. We're not, we're not far far away, away from that. It could be bad. It could be good. Regardless, it's going to be, be different, d- difference where we're at today. And we're going to wrap up the sh- show differently with Jay starting off by plugging all the great comic source stuff that he does. Yeah, so uh, like I said earlier, twitter.com forward slash the comic source is where you can find us on social media. You can go to Instagram, do a search for the comic source. Uh, every time we put out content, it's posted on those two places. Uh, obviously, you can go to lrmonline.com forward slash news forward slash the comic source, and uh, all the uh, episodes are posted there as well. So we put out tons of episodes covering things like X Tuesday, Superman Sunday. Uh, you know, I talked about the DC Spotlight we do every week, New Comics Wednesday. Uh, tons of interviews with creators, uh, people like Kyle Higgins, uh, Tom uh, Pinchuk is on today talking about his latest uh, creator-owned uh, project. Uh, Tom King, Scott Snyder, you know all uh, all these people we talked about. They're 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 people I know. They're people that come on the show and and talk comics. So uh, if you're interested in comics, um, you know I leave the the movie and TV talk to to these two guys. I don't really talk too much about those sorts of things, uh, even when they are comic book properties. We really just focus on the comics. We want to get as many people reading comics as uh, as possible because there's tons of great books out there. So there uh, just uh, 
go to the Twitter, go to the Instagram, give us a follow. Uh, the The podcast is on all, all the platforms, you know, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Or if you use a, a, a podcast app on your smart device, just do a search for the comic source and you can find us there. Sounds great. Sounds good. And while while you guys do that and you're on the interwebs, make sure you're checking out all of LRM's stuff as well. We got our great YouTube channel with all these amazing celebrity interviews, creator interviews, toy unboxings, podcasts, out the ass, anime, Marvels, Star Wars. We got it all. Breaking news, scoops. Not a lot, lot on scoops. We're not a scoop site. But when we get them, We'll hand them out if they're not going to ruin anything, and if we we know they're true. The website, lrmonline.com, a thousand articles a month. I don't know. I'm making up now, but a lot a lot of writing goes on here across all the topics you guys can imagine, and all the great podcasts are all available wherever you get your podcasts from. Social media information down below, at that comment alone on Twitter, at lrm underscore Emmanuel on Twitter. Manny, do you got anything you want to plug, any uh, interviews or guests or, or anything you got going on this week yeah if you were paying attention to the youtube channel as well as the lrm site uh nancy got to uh take a matt few minutes with damon. matt damon for stillwater <laughs> which looks like a great film uh make sure to check that out uh and then also um i spoke with gwendolyn yao who is the voice actor for not let's say in uh bad, bad batch and clone wars so uh, i got to talk a little star wars something i don't normally do but that was nice and fun uh, also, if you're a fan of that uh, Fear Street from Netflix, uh, Gig has a couple of interviews up for that as well. So um, everything and anything that you could be interested in, we probably have something for you. There you go, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Please check out the uh, uh, charity auction for uh, Titus. I I praying for the kid and, and his family and hope hope the auction brings in a huge chunk of change. And like I said, even if you're a selfish prick go be a selfish prick for a good cause thank you guys so much for watching today jace thank you for bringing the great cause to to our attention and joining us talking comics for a bit everyone else we'll see you guys tomorrow it's thursday it's live 9 9:35 tomorrow guys bye Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.